Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we stand on opposing sides. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! Wrestling Authority Radio, with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio. My name is Statistic Sean David. You are live inside the ER, and tonight we are going to be joined by current Ring of Honor star, Brutal Bob Evans. He's also a trainer, so we'll be talking both sides of the spectrum on that. In our indie spotlight, we will have Rampage Championship Wrestling. Uh-huh. And it's going to be a fun, fun, fun show tonight. So fun, uh, we fun, are waiting. Fun, Daddy takes the tear bit away. And we're waiting for Steve Kane to get in. Why am I a dick? Oh, well, well, you're a dink, not a dick. I'm Keanu um, Katie. The reason why the show will never ever be a bag of dicks. Well, welcome. So we're waiting on Brutal Bob Evans. We are waiting on uh, Rampage Championship Wrestling. They'll be with us momentarily. Um, And folks, backlashes this weekend. There we go. That's Steve. Yep, I'm I'm here. No thanks to the weather. So, yeah. we're gonna have. We're gonna I don't have know a how it is show. down by your area, John, but uh, up here by Chicago area, it's been uh, kind of. Oh well, here I'm telling you. I'll tell you what. Just now, okay, I walked uh-huh. outside this morning, and yeah. um, it was like getting off the plane in Florida, the wall of heat. We're like what, 27 degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's okay. hot as a horse's ass. I wore too many clothes today. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I was glad. Well, since the, I don't know how, I know, how I know hot that is, me. I spend more time at the front end uh, of the horse than the back end. Probably about no. 40 degrees. Probably 40 degrees yours. Okay. And you're, and you're half Canadian. <laughs> Deal with it. You should right. know better. <laughs> right. Well, there was, yeah, I was, I, I was out in just, you know, a T-shirt. I could have probably gotten away with my jeans if I would have had, you know, if I if I would have worn the pair with the pockets in them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the pockets. But, I wore too well, much Well, we're going to play a little bit of 
I don't check the switchboard. Okay. Um, you know, we haven't heard anything more on uh, the XFL, so that's a good thing. Well, you know what? I kind of hope that we hear nothing more about the XFL. It was a bloody well yeah. fail the first time. And yeah, um, come on, yeah. man. It's a yeah, there, yeah, there was, only, on, there was only one. Yeah, there was only one thing that came out of it, and that was really, it came out oh. as a kind of a joke, and that's he hates me. Rod Smart. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, the XFL wants Orlando to host the team. Okay. And the point, so, okay. I, I'm well, a we football will, fan, so yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tessa Blanchard says she's the hottest free agent out there. Well, she signed with Impact, so it's, you know, I mean, it's not like she's 100% free agent. Um, WWE releases children's vitamins. Now you can get John Cena in a vitamin form. So kind of like Flintstone oh, vitamins? Well, yes. John, Cena, yeah. they, he is, John Cena is known as Fruity Pebbles. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, and and so and and you and you pop John Cena down it. real quick so uh, you can't see that him. That sounded wrong. That's okay. That sounded wrong. <laughs> that sounded really um, wrong. So, um, Kia the Stevens, aka Awesome Kong and uh, Welfare Queen from Glow, had uh, back surgery today. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's never a good that's, thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. You know, one of the things with her, uh, she lost all that weight, and uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Hopefully, they uh, do it right, so she'll be able to return to the ring. And I don't know what happened to Katie. She just well, kind of vanished. Well, I'm of course, sorry. I had I had don't... I had guestesses and ones leaving, so um, I'm polite and raised right. So I'm I'm uh, I should be walking him to the door, but I shook his hand and said good night. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a newcomer in my home. I hope I didn't scare him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Katie, 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 scaring I'm the guests away. I'm here. It's all good. Yeah, well, I can't be fake, no matter how hard I try. I just can't. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things. I just can't well, I didn't rip oh, any yeah. more. Gotta be me. I didn't rip any new corny clips. Uh, that's my bad. But okay. if I did, um, you know, I would play them. Um, I'm sure he's got a lot to say about what's go what went on over in Saudi Arabia. I'm sure he had a oh, joke sure about. I'm sure he had a joke about Titus O'Neil. That'll be fun to play. Yeah, let's just for the heck of it, we ought to. We ought to. I ought to just. I'm just gonna. Just for the heck, but I'm gonna look and uh, see what uh, what he may have to say. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, can't uh, play at work and be heard. But uh, let's, you know, let's let's see what. Uh, 
I'll see what I'll see what uh, I'll see what uh, we've got here. Yeah. Okay, Jim Cornish oh, talking. Give it to me. Um, Come on. Now. Oh, okay. Let's go. Come on now. Okay. Okay. Let's see here. All right. uh, Well. Hmm. Okay. This this should this should be an interesting one. Um. From uh. I from I guess uh, just uh, today. Uh. And the title of this uh, segment is Jim Cornette bashes Kevin Dunn again. And (laughs) oh, it's Billy. Again. Um. And then uh, Jim Cornette on why he didn't approve WWE tough enough. Um, oh wow! Yeah, let's see. Um, Jim Cornette on Kerry uh, Von Erich wrestling Ric Flair, and okay. Jim Cornette on uh, heat between uh, Bruce Pritchard and Jerry Jarrett. Oh, gee, Bruce Pritchard. Mm. About his oh, new podcast. He does. Okay, okay, yeah, he definitely uh um yeah, he's got he's got uh let's see, he goes he he's got one on uh Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Um <laughs> and then uh yeah, he goes uh in depth on battle royals. Oh boy. So, we'll have a lot to play on Tuesday night turmoil. We'll get a little corny again. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna to have to listen to this Corny. one because um, because if he says anything that uh, I don't like, I'm going to uh, I will have to publicly take issue to him, with him on it. The title of this is Jim Cornette on annoying referee habits. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! In the broccoli. Oh shit! Yeah. Annoying ref habits, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this better this better this better not you know this better not uh, take into account anything that uh, I have done over the years because if it does, then yeah, I mean I I like James E, but uh, he and I will have words. So. Oh, behave! <laughs> I will not. I refuse. I am not going to behave. Will you do something, old man? Damn it! Oh. Oh my God, Jesus, Mario. What do you mean, do something? I'm here. I'm talking. Oh, I thought we. I thought we were playing a clip or something or other. No, I said I. I, I just said what clips were there. We don't. We don't have okay. any. All right, we have. Yeah, oh, they're still there, but yeah, oh my God, people, you don't even know the soundboard, okay? It needs to be cleaned out, and Sean said he promised he'd clean it out when he moved, and it still hasn't been cleaned out, and he's had lots of time, and clean it out. I think tomorrow I will sit there, and I will start, uh, I will, number one, I will take all of these old Jim Cornette clips off. Yeah, and that. the freaking corny clips gone. There's, yeah. there's all kinds. Yeah, because normally I don't. Yeah, normally, you know, I, you know, if I'm if I've played something and we're done with it, I pop it off and go from there. So, yeah. All right. Um, Sorry for. So, now what time? What time? Hey, 
So what time what time did you tell Bob to call in, Sean? Uh, he should be calling in any minute, and so should the people from RCW. They both know. I got messages okay. out to everybody, so hopefully somebody calls soon. Yeah, call yeah. Soon, I'm getting I'm getting impatient and I'm getting bored, and we all know what happens. We don't know what happens when that occurs. It's not fun. Yeah, because then she starts seeing and doing yeah. stuff that uh, stuff. you know. Is yeah. Hey man, very, I'm funny. very embarrassing. I'm funny. All I'm right, funny. well. Come on now. Uh, Katie, get ready to go to the green. Uh, get ready to look uh, at the screening. Ready. Get ready to screen. Uh, it's Billy. Callers Billy's are going to be here. coming. Yep. Okay. There's going to be Billy. somebody else calling. Well, oh, um, you know, one of the things with wrestling is this. Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. we got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays, right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, he Yes, we just had to play that because, well, tax time is over. And most people have run out of their tax money by running a couple shows. <laughs> except except welfare wrestling ain't uh, tax refund wrestling, so you played the wrong one. I know, but I didn't want to play tax refund wrestling. What I'm saying is taxes are gone, so now we got to depend yeah. on welfare again. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, please welcome the current Ring of Honor superstar and head trainer, Brutal Bob Evans. Uh, Hello, guys. Got to make a correction there. Uh, Definitely not the head trainer. Uh, That would be delirious. I didn't put that. Uh, uh, But I definitely help out at the uh, the Ring of Honor uh, tryout camps and all that. So I am a coach there at times, but definitely not the head trainer. So don't get me in trouble now. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about delirious. He'll kill me. He'll he'll, he'll 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 Actually, he'll be he'll be he'll he'd be okay with it, but. Have to make sure we correct this and get everybody set everybody straight. We don't want to cause the rumor mill to grind, you know. Oh no, no, we cannot have that. Yeah. Oh, nay, nay. No, no, no. <laughs> so. Exactly, exactly. Um, so Bob, let's let's start off. We always like to get real, real basic here, as far as like yo, know, family life growing up, and that uh, what your what your interests were as a youngster, athletics that you were involved in, and that so. Why don't you go ahead, kind of, you know, kind of take us through those early years, you know, to where then, you know, your interest in into into our crazy industry started. 
played uh let's see, I played baseball and basketball in high school and then uh got into got into wrestling, uh started watching it right about the uh Hulk Hogan Roddy Roddy Piper uh era and okay. just really dug it and really you know, just it was so different from any other sport, you know, wild and woolly and very unpredictable. And uh yeah, just kind of Fell in love with it, became a big fan, started following it religiously, uh, mm-hmm. WWF, NWA, AWA, World Class, whatever I could get my hands on, on cable or regular TV, and then uh, mm-hmm. had a chance to start uh, when I was 19, and started in a little place called Top Rope Wrestling in New Bedford, Massachusetts, and mm. haven't, haven't, really, uh, give, haven't really given up the dream since, so 26 years later. So, hey, there you go. There you go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now, how long? Now, how long did you? How long did you actually train before you made your uh, in-ring debut? Then uh, I trained for about two months. They kind of uh, fast-tracked you there. Um, wow. Because they were well, it was kind of a semi-pro organization at the time. It's it's very professional now, but at the time it was just kind of young guys teaching young guys. And, uh, okay. kind of just, uh, you know, kind of just not necessarily the blind leading the blind, but like the one-eyed man leading the blind kind of, everybody was still very, <laughs> very, very, uh, inexperienced, but, uh, yeah, they, you know, this, they got me, taught me how to do a few things and kind of just enough to get, get by in a match and then just started wrestling in April of 1992. So, okay. Okay. Right All right. My daughter so. was a year old. <laughs> wow. I just, I just. So you were, idea. you were wrestling in a time where, in most places, the licensing was still done because everybody knows when Illinois abolished the license, it kind of sent a shockwave effect through the country and and let other states say, "Hey, we don't need this anymore." Um. And that's where, you know, we got some of the issues that we've got today that, um, you know, we've got all of these companies and not everybody knows how to run them. This is true. This is, I hear it every every week, every week, almost yeah. both nights, twice a week, five times yeah. on Thursday. <laughs> I mean, I, I try to help anybody out that I can, Bob. It's not about that, and it's not about slamming people, but – we're, Steve and I are in Illinois, and Illinois has no regulation, so people can just run rampant all over Illinois, and it's like, holy moly. Oh, I wish Bernie was here. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, you, you, I mean, you hear, uh, you know, you hear that all over the place, and uh, even even the commission states, they're still complaining that guys are being, or are able to promote, and they shouldn't be promoting, you know? It's just one of those well, things where oh, somebody's saying something there. I'm, I'm hearing no, hear no, a no. lot of noise, so I can't really can't really oh, tell what's going that on there. Might be me. Yeah. Well, sorry about that. Is that better? Hold on, let me or see. Is that you, Sean? Hold I on. Just, I just turned down my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's Y'all a little, got it's a mute. Got doesn't sound, this doesn't sound as chaotic now. Is that better? There we go. Excellent. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, of course, well, yeah, Sean talks about Illinois being the one, but I think really um, – you know, I think I think the I think the one that started it all was when Vince uh, went through with New Jersey and said, "Okay, yeah, you know, rip the rip the curtain open. You know, this isn't this isn't a legitimate athletic competition. So therefore, we shouldn't be taxed like one. And so yada yada yada. And you know, and then it just kind of you know." Fell like dominoes from there for the most part. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I, I would say that's pretty much where it where it happens. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, and it's kind of six and one half a dozen of another. You know, because you want to give right. you want to give people the chance to do business, and uh, you know, some people have run with it and flourished really well with it, and then a few others. You know, there's always going to be some guys who you know, really shouldn't be promoting shows and they promote a couple of shows and they get in, make it out, you know. I mean, that's 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 the nature of the beast, but I guess that's the nature of the beast of anything. I mean, if somebody doesn't know how to make good pizza, they're not going to be in business in the pizza business very long. And if they don't know how this to do, true. you know, if they don't know how to build a house, they're not going to be in the house building business very long. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it, I, I'm I'm kind of a free enterprise guy. And I think that, the marketplace takes care of most of that as far as, um, you know, I mean, if, if, if a couple of guys want to rent a ring and goof around and charge their friends and a couple of people show up then that's fine. I mean, that's, that's kind of none of my business, but I mean, I don't really think, I don't really think that's going to cut into anybody's business as far as running their serious company, you know? Yeah. Oh, I so. totally understand that. All right. Yep. Yep. So, all right. And now we've lost, we've lost Sean. So we're, but we're just oh. going to keep going here. All right. Um, so, um, so now, okay, let's, let's talk about, you know, that initial, that initial match. We always you know, like to kind of you know, talk to everybody. Yeah. You know, if you remember what, no. you know, I don't what your, what your first Steve. match was like? Well, then don't. Um, what your first match was like? How you felt? Well, before you got into the ring, and you know, go from there. Uh, yeah, my first match was with a gentleman called Bobby Moran, who's uh, since passed away, but uh, was a, a real good guy and uh, took real good care of me as best he could. With the, I mean, he had limited experience as well. Um, okay. but yeah, I was, I was real nervous and I wasn't very good. Um, but I certainly, you know, was, it, it, it excited me and made me want to do it more. You know, it didn't, mm-hmm. it, it didn't scare me to the point where I didn't want to do it. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really, it was really cool. It was, uh, I remember it was a pretty good crowd too, a couple hundred people. And, uh, nice. you know, that's, yeah. So it was, uh, in a little mill building in new, in that same new Bedford, Massachusetts. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah. And the, the, I think the people were fairly understanding of my inexperience and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just had a little, probably eight or 10 minute match. I still have it on tape somewhere. I don't know. Uh, Oh, I don't know nice. it. oh yeah. There somewhere. And then, in, in the, in the, on the VHS, 
And uh, ah was, yes, VHS. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's there somewhere, but uh, yeah, it was a long, long time ago. But uh, you know, like I said, he took care of me, and uh, you know, I the first few matches I had were were really uh, really eye opening as far as you know how much this business was gonna gonna entail. But uh, uh-huh. you know, I, I just kind of learned along the way, so. Well, and cool. you, you were in wrestling in a time uh, that the business kind of fell on its ass because you had the 1993 steroid trial that came about and kind of, you know, for a while. So what was that like? You were probably a year, year maybe a year and a half in at that point. And, you know, what what is it like to be in the business when – the steroid trial came out. I mean, were, were your, was everybody worried that they were going to lose work or? Well, they were, uh, I know in, in, when I first started in 92, they would, they had a lot of the, uh, the Mel Phillips allegations and the Terry Garvin allegations. Right. And, uh, they actually had Geraldo Rivera tape, uh, part of a special there. Um, yes. and, yes, uh, and he, he taped, yeah, he taped some of the, uh, interstitial stuff between the story uh, I think it was you know, now it can be told. I think that was the name of the story, yes. the name of the show. And uh, right. so they they taped some of the stuff in that same building that I wrestled in. So, um, and he was supposed to interview Dr. D. David Schultz, and he was late. So Dr. D. David Schultz said, you know, tell Araldo to go screw. I'm I'm leaving. So, <laughs> so he didn't get a chance to meet him there. But um, and then uh, yeah, as the years went by, it was. Uh, we were only working. We weren't working very often. I mean, I think we were nervous that the WWF would uh, suffer, and then, you know, the guys who I just started doing jobs there, and uh, uh-huh. we, I think we were nervous that I think we were nervous that the guys there, you know, uh, would wouldn't have as much work. And uh, like I said, I just kind of started doing that. So I think more the more of the guys that were doing it regularly were nervous. Um, more than anything. So, yeah. For the first three or four years I was in wrestling, the WWF was kind of like on it behind, and then uh, really? so they were starting to. How well, bad yeah, were I mean, they on the Oh, well, they were. I mean, until they turned it around in '96. I mean, they were pretty much '92 to '96 was pretty. Know? Yeah, pretty uh, pretty light. And then yeah. uh, they started they started running more they started running small buildings and taping TV and in like little four or five thousand seat arenas instead of the fifteen thousand seat arenas and uh-huh. you know, really cut back doing a lot of stuff in the Northeast stuff they could drive to rather than doing stuff all over the country so right. they uh, mm-hmm. you know that it was it was it was scary for a while I mean it didn't give you much hope that you would go work there that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Now at the same it, time you had that, Bob, you had uh, you had WCW come along with the announcement in '95 of Nitro. So was that another kind of boom for the business, or was this like, well, WCW's been on on its ass before too, and we don't know that we want to go there either. Well, and it was you got to remember, I'm I'm you know I'm from Massachusetts, and at the time, even though I travel down there all the time now. Georgia, you know, Florida, Georgia, where they were doing their, their TV tapings, that seemed like a million miles away. 
you know. So uh-huh. it, it it wasn't something that I pursued because I just set those limitations up in my mind. Plus, you got to remember there was no internet, there was no social media, so it was really what you saw on TV. Really what you saw on TV, and then if you had somebody go down there and wrestle, maybe they'd come back and tell you something. But it was, you know. Basically, what you saw on TV, magazines, and maybe if you had the Wrestling Observer newsletter, you might read that and get some news. And I did. I, right. I, I, was, uh, yeah. I was an early subscriber, but I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't like it is now with a network of promotions and easy, much easier access, uh, like it, like it was, you know, now. <clears throat> I mean, it's almost 20, almost 25 years ago too, if you think about it. So. Right. I mean, you've you've been around longer than I've been around. You've been around. Uh, well, Steve's been around yeah, a little bit longer than you, youngin. but yes, youngin. I am the young. Yeah, yeah, I've been in for like twenty-eight, so twenty-eight, not twenty-nine. I'm, so I'm just gonna say, on the fans' perspective, and I don't look my age, and that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Bob, one of the things that you uh, have talked about was the the hard train, well, the rush training. Do you agree with that? Because that's a lot of something that a lot of promotions do is they'll rush training. And Steve and I have kind of looked at that and go, are, are is everybody ready? Like, is everybody that they're sending out of there really ready? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I, I I would have done things differently if I uh, if I knew better. You know, I, I mean, I've I've seen I have seen kids that are ready in three months, but they're kind of more the exception. I think it's more six months to a year. You know, I think that's yeah. You know, and, and that's training pretty regularly, a couple times a week at least. So right. I think you can get somebody. I mean, I think you can get somebody ready in a couple in a couple of months, but I don't know if that necessarily serves them. You know, if I had my if I had my choice, I would say probably, you know, six months or so. Good good training. Make sure you, you know, have them come to some shows, figure out, kind of figure out the business, maybe referee, you know, help out at shows and kind of just watch the process. Right. Exactly. And I think, yeah, if there's no rush to bring them in, then don't bring them in that well, fast, you know. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, that's that's just it. I mean... I I I don't find it beneath me to set up and tear down the ring. I mean, my goodness, Luke Gallo had a picture of the before he got signed again of the indie <laughs> show that he worked where he was carrying the ring, and people were like, right. "Well, he's a big star; he shouldn't have to do that." It's not about having to do that; it's about getting the job done and still paying respect to the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's been times where we pitched in me and my tag team partner Timmy Goose I mean it's just uh, you know if, there's, if, if it needs to get out of the building or we're paying an extra hour of rent or if it's just you know hey everybody wants to go home after a long day you know nothing wrong with picking up a few pieces of metal and wood and kind of just putting it on the truck I mean it gets people right. out of there faster why the heck not exactly you know? right exactly and then whatever works yeah I mean yeah go ahead Katie and whatever works that's all yeah well, I mean, I gotta say, and then there's the, uh, of course, the uh, rather famous picture uh, that went around of uh, um, Cody Rhodes with his with his belt on, with a broom in his hand, sweeping out the ring. Now, right on. I mean, you know, 
I mean, if a guy that's, of that's his, incredible. you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, if a guy of his magnitude says, hey, it's not beneath me to do this, then, you know, by golly, every other, you know, green rookie should be, you know, trying to do twice as much as he not is. Not only that, not only that, he knows his daddy would have clipped him in the back of the head if he didn't. Yeah. Come on now. Exactly. Now, <laughs> we fast forward a little bit. We've got WCW running Nitro. We've got Monday Night running Raw and Nitro. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. in 1997, ECW starts making some more waves. And they're going to get a pay-per-view. So what were your mm-hmm. thoughts when you heard there was not only a third promotion, but now they're getting pay-per-view? Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh... I mean, it was it was cool for. I mean, I had some friends that worked there. It was cool that they had had a chance to. I mean, you know, anytime, anytime a place has a chance to do a national thing, that's great. You know, because it just adds mm-hmm. up the mix. You know, and again, I was pretty much I was pretty much in the New England scene, so I didn't get out and go check out that stuff until later on. You know, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, I was happy, I was happy for the guys that that did it, and I was happy. You know for some of the people that that I knew from other shows that were doing it and, you know, succeeding. You know, I'm glad Absolutely. I'm glad they got, you know, four or five years out of it and, you know, made everybody kinda made a couple of bucks and you know, got got uh you know, I used to watch it. I used to get tapes of uh E C W and watch that. You know, and uh, uh yes. It was pretty crazy, you know, crazy stuff at the time. I mean and uh again, no internet really, and the internet was very, 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 very new to a lot of people, so, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was really just tapes and word of mouth, and, hey, hey, have you checked this out, and, you know, that kind of stuff, and it's, uh, again, it's, it's, it seems so different, because, you know, it was 20 years ago, but, man, it's, it's so different now, if you want to, hey, check this out, it's instant, you know, back, back, right, right, Mail somebody a tape, or hey, watch it the next time it comes on, or you know, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's not, you know. Well, re- remember, do you remember the classifieds in the back of the Observer, Bob, where the, you know, where somebody would sit there and they say, you know, they have uh, so many weeks of uh, New Japan TV and would uh, trade it for an equal amount of weeks of uh, ECW and that. Mm. Oh yeah, sure I do. Oh my gosh! Of course, I of course I was yeah because I was fortunate where the it's it was really weird because the uh, little small town uh, and this shows this shows my age here uh, UHF um, station it was a UHF station but of course it was on cable um, that uh, was in the town near me um, was lucky we actually they actually broadcast um, first uh, Mid Atlantic then ECW, and then Smoky Mountain. And I was trained at the time at uh, Windy City Wrestling. And our general manager, um, he and I had a little, he and I had a little deal go where uh, mm-hmm. I would tape, where I would tape, you know, whichever one it was, so there's ECW, Mid-Atlantic, or Smoky Mountain. Uh, and then I would, uh, you know, go in, I'd give him, I'd give him that, that tape of all that TV, 
he'd turn around and would give me an exchange uh, WWF and WCW pay-per-views. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was a great deal. I I tape I taped free awesome. TV and got uh, and got and got pay TV for for free as exchange. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sure. But that's yeah. But that's the way it was back in back in the day. It was you know I mean you know you you found out through the sheets what was out there and then you know if you could if you could find somebody that lived in that area that had access to that stuff, you'd you know, go ahead and exchange your stuff for his stuff, and you know, there you go. Oh, yeah, I used to do a lot of the tank trades back in the day, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Lots of it. Yeah. That was the only way you got stuff from other areas. So Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so that yeah, yeah, those were you know that that was some you know, but that was some, that was some good stuff because I mean you would you would get a lot if you you know if you if you looked right you get a lot of different stuff. I mean, uh, all Japan, New Japan, Triple uh, A, CMLL, Catch Wrestling out of Germany. It was it was all out there, you know, but you just had to find the right person to you know to you know to trade with. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So. Oh man, yeah, that was yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, so now, how now? All right, so how did you first get yourself? You you talking about uh, being with uh, being with New York? And again, I'm showing my age because I still I still refer I still refer to it as New York and Atlanta. Um, how did you how did you get your uh, get your inroads with New York in the first place? Um, actually, I just was, it was kind of funny. Uh, just went down to a TV taping in the area and asked if they needed anybody, and they pointed me to Tony Gurria, and he he said, "Well, we don't need anybody tonight, uh, but I'll take your name and number, and the next time we're in town." Uh, you know, if we need somebody, we'll give you a call. And sure enough, they did. So, uh, oh. had a had a shot in uh, Lowell, Mass. in 1993, uh, August of '93, with Adam Bomb. And then yes, I didn't Brian. Really, yeah. Yep. Cool. And then I didn't I really. Uh, yep. And then I didn't really uh, go back until uh, the late '90s. Uh, the Attitude uh-huh. Era, just because I was doing other things and just basically working vocally and just didn't really uh-huh. pursue it. I pursued it a little bit after 1993, but they didn't seem to show much interest. So I kind of just didn't, didn't worry about all that. And I just kind of worked on, I was in retail management at the time. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good old retail, man. Uh, been there, done that. Boy, that, that was, that, that could be quite a grind. No, never did retail. That's the reason why. <laughs> I shop retail. Uh, yeah, not fun, especially <laughs> around the holidays, right, Bob? Oh, oh yeah. It was, it was, especially it around was, the holidays. Uh, it, was, it was a Someone lot. Someone would have to die. Someone would have to die. Okay, I, I, work, I work for a burger joint. I work for a burger joint called Licks Home Burgers. Okay, 
And my first lunchtime, and it was in a, it was in a big mall, so you had everybody coming. My first lunchtime, I forgot the meat on somebody's burger. Oh my god, it was hilarious. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm new. Just just bear with me. <laughs> that was nuts. Right. Yeah, oh I did food gosh. more than anything. Oh my gosh. So, so okay. So you 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 kind of you kind of gotten out in that. Um, so how? Okay. So from there, how does Ring of Honor come into play? Where, you know, how well, of, that? How does that work? Well, Ring of Honor, I, I pretty much uh, started running a wrestling school, and I did that between 2000 and 2009, and then. Uh, then shut, then kind of shut everything down, and then wasn't sure what my next move was going to be. And then uh, my friend Kevin Kelly and both two two of my good friends in wrestling, Kevin Kelly and Jim Cornette, both started working for Ring of Honor pretty much oh, at the corny. same time. And they said, uh, you know, hey, if you you know we're going to be doing this trial camp, um, it might be something you're interested in if you still want to make a contribution. And so it, I I paid for the first seminar and trial camp and went mm-hmm. and impressed him pretty well and uh mike bennett was there as well because he's one of my he was one of my best students so uh-huh. oh, wow, eh? and then uh we both got we both got hired at the same time pretty much with me in a position of managing mike um right okay yep and then uh you know, went through for a couple of years, and then Maria Canellis came around, so they didn't really need me to manage Mike anymore because she could. Ah. Uh, and then yeah. uh, I started, yep, and then I started, uh, uh, you know, doing some tag team stuff with uh, Cheeseburger and then broke up with him, and now I did some tag team stuff with Tim Hughes, and that's pretty much where I am as Tough Guy Inc. with Tough Tim Hughes. So, um, and then I've been all, all along, I've been the first trial camp I went to, and then pretty much probably like the third or fourth one in I've been a coach at almost all the trial camps since so it's uh okay yep so that's, okay. that's pretty much what, pretty much where I am with with that stuff and then the last couple of years when I haven't been in Ring of Honor I've been traveling around doing my seminars and doing a lot of wrestling and gone to uh-huh. uh the United States and Canada and doing lots of stuff. So Oh, where in Canada? Yeah. Uh, where in Canada? Quebec. Oh in Quebec, um, okay. I'm in Toronto. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I did uh well I've 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 wrestled in I've wrestled in Toronto for Ring of Honor but I haven't done any independent stuff but I keep Oh it, it, there's a few independent you know, promotions that have got where, where, in touch with where me. in Toronto? Where in Toronto? Like what arena? Oh, the Ted Reeves Arena. They're, they're there all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh yeah, I know. That's down in the beaches. Um, yeah, ROH goes there when they come here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's where I was. Oh, totally. So, um, I know where you're too. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I do. So I've uh, been doing uh, that, that and then... That's, uh, the, that's the east end of the ahead. city. I'm in the west end of the city. But, yeah, I know exactly where that is. Gotcha. So, exactly. Um, oh, yeah. And then I've done... And then I've done uh, the the west coast of Canada too. I've done some stuff in Vancouver and Surrey, so oh, uh, you know done some Surrey. DC stuff. Yep. So I lived in Abbotsford. Uh, yeah. So I well, know where Surrey is. You yeah. you you know all about it. So. We'll um, call it yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> yep. So been, that's pretty much what I've been what I've been doing the past couple of years. So. Oh wow! So, 
Now let's okay. So let's talk about about this whole thing uh, with the uh, subject of Iron of Iron Week because you know okay. here you here you were you were you were you know forty years old. Now that is an age within our industry where most of the guys tend to be slowing down and tend to actually be moving away from doing you know, a lot of in-ring work and maybe, you know, might be heading more towards doing like the managerial or refereeing thing or working uh, backstage as an agent, but you decided you were going to step up and uh, show that you still had it. Why, what was, what was the motivation behind you sitting there and going, okay, I'm 40 years old. I'm going to turn it up and show y'all that hey, I still, I still got, I still got something in the tank here. Well, yeah, I mean, I had been wrestling pretty much throughout, so I mean, it wasn't like I had taken any time off or you know stopped okay. or anything. But um, it was, it was one of those things where I kind of needed uh, some kind of a almost like a publicity stunt to uh, you know to get attention. And I said, well, I had done one in 2009 when I was 37. Uh, okay. When I ran, I wrestled six guys uh, for an hour each day, uh, six days in a row. And I said, well, I might as well do seven this time. So, um, so I did seven days, uh, you know, seven, seven different people for an hour each day, uh, seven days in a row. So, um, so it was just one of these things where it was kind of like, uh, you know. I, you know, kind of a, a crazy stunt to try to get noticed, and it worked. I mean, people still talk about it, and it was it was really good. I got I wrestled, uh, you know, some really cool people. I wrestled uh, Vip Busick, who's Oni Lorcan yeah. now in NXT, and uh, Vinny mm-hmm. Marcellia, who's part of the Kingdom and Ring of Honor, and right. uh, Grizzly Redwood, who's you know one of the smallest guys I've ever wrestled, and wrestled him <laughs> for actually seventy five minutes because they messed up on the time. <laughs> oh my god! So we ended up wrestling even longer, and the referee for that was Cheeseburger. So how about that? Before it was wrestling. Oh wow! Um, there you go. So cool. Uh, That's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, and wrestled uh, Adam Cole, and nice. you know Adam Hulk, uh, Cole, baby. So Antonio Thomas from uh, you know uh, from the WWE. So it was uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was it was uh, you know. Good way to test myself, but it was also I felt good for the guys, especially the younger guys when they got through it because you know a lot of them had never wrestled for an hour, so they were uh, you know really into it. And I'm gonna yeah. I've been, with, I've been toying with the idea of doing another one. I was gonna do another one this June, but I think that's not gonna happen now. I think we're gonna have to push that off because I'm blessed by work, which is a good thing. Um, but I'm gonna have to push it off and probably do it a little later in the in the fall. Uh okay. But we'll we're gonna do it again and uh we've already picked some people for it so it should be should be pretty cool and so fun. And this time I think we're gonna do charity. So get the word out and you know, do it uh my, my son's my son's autistic so do probably do something for autism. Oh. You know? Excellent. Oh, oh I yeah. I'm, I'm I, yeah, I, I can respect that. I can, I can definitely respect that. That's you know, 
that's cool that you're you know that you're thinking towards that line i i like that i like that a lot um okay so definitely one of the guys that you've worked with uh Oh, at least you know at Ring of Honor and probably a few other places. Uh, old long. Who is it now? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. And that's. Uh... Oh, hello. Hello, you there, Bob? I'm there now. Yeah. Okay. No, I say I say one of the guys that you've worked with, uh, at least the Ring of Honor, if uh, not in a couple other places, uh, um, young fellow that uh, I actually uh, trained with here in Chicago, Windy City Wrestling, uh, kid uh, known as Chris Daniels. Oh, oh yeah. sure, yeah, Chris Christopher Daniels. Daniels, yeah. I love Christopher he's, Daniels; uh, he's one of my favorites. Yep, he's, uh, yep, he's, he's. Uh, yeah, he's he's done a great job and one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he's uh, he's you know not only is he wrestling, but now he's taking he's doing a lot of office work too and helping out the younger guys and has helped me out a great deal. I'm not and, yep. So he's uh, no, he's doing he's doing real well. He's uh, he's he's awesome. I mean, has a lot of respect in the locker room and you know he's uh, he's a good person. He's, he's he tries to help other people and. You know, is yeah. uh, just fantastic talent. Even if this, he's a little bit older than me, even, and he's still a great talent. <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't realize. Are you serious? I didn't realize he was over forty yet. I yeah. didn't realize. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh wow. So. Well, he must be moisturized and pretty damn fine because he does still looks go. damn good. Sorry, I like bald ca- men. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> I love bald well, men. I'm married to a bald man. <laughs> that California yeah. weather, I think. Oh so, yeah. yeah. He does it for me. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah, because he yeah, because um, see, he took he took off. Um, oh, let's see. When I was when I was about to, um, almost almost ten years into the promotion, and that um, because his wife uh, was his wife was looking to get into the movies, and so that was. So that was the way out, and then uh, and then he wound up uh, um, going to uh, PWG, and that's kind of really where he took where he you know took the break in that. I yeah, you know, I always I always felt bad because you know with the with his uh, WCW stuff because he got because like twice when he got signed he got caught you know right in the middle of. Uh, Booker changes and that, and he got uh it off to the side. So, uh, when he landed mm-hmm. with the uh, Ring of Honor and you know, and then with Impact and then back with the uh, Ring of Honor, you know, I was like, good, he's finally getting used the way he should be. Used. Uh, and that that doesn't even count his uh, his uh, forays in Japan, especially uh, especially when he uh, brings out uh, Curry Man. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I he's uh, yeah, he's doing. You know, he's you know, he's. I know he's actually done some acting work, and I know he was in. Uh, he had right. a bit part in that in that Glow series, and then I think he does some other stuff too. So, you know, good right. for him. You know, he's, he's, he's yeah. keeping busy, and 
doing a lot of stuff for right. Ring of Honor, and and he's, uh, you know, like, like I said, he's he's, you know, helping out behind the scenes and helping out the younger guys and and helping them with their matches and, you know, just being a good a good positive force. And the business needs more uh, as many of those as we can have. So. Right, right, um, yeah, because uh, you know, um, you know, I sit, I sit, I sit back, and I, you know, and I think about it, and that um, with him, there's you know, so much that, um, you know, that he's that he has done within within our within our industry, and that it's just you know. Um, you know, it's 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 really a lot of you know, a lot of some really cool stuff, and that I mean I, you know I, I you know, I sit I sit back it's like, uh, you know it's been it's been years since we've seen each other but uh, you know I you know I I look at I look at you know where he's where he's at now and that. And you know, in terms of where he and I both started, it's like, wow, such a you know, such a major big jump, and always you know, always been always been happy that he you know has gotten the respect that uh, you know eventually that he got the respect that he deserves in this business because he is very talented. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, you know, and it's cool that you got a chance to work with him and, you know, I'm sure he'd still remember you and, you know, he has, he has a oh, lot yeah. of fond memories, a lot of fond, a lot of fond memories for that area. And, uh, you know, hasn't forgotten it brings it up a lot. So, you know, that's, that, that's great. You know, it's, it's always good yeah. to see people doing well, you know? Yeah. Well, definitely, you know, um, next time, next time you, uh, you, you know, you chat, you run in, to him and chat with him, tell him I said hi. You know, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's it's been you know, I mean, you know, this it's one of those it's one of those fun things because it's like I still I still remember because uh, he and his uh, then partner here at the time in Chicago, Kevin Quinn, um, they actually they actually snuck away behind Sam DeSero's back and uh, and uh, slipped out to Puerto Rico and worked and worked uh, for for uh, Carlos Colon for a while and you know even had the even had the tag straps and that hmm. uh, and it was it was it was hilarious because they would because they would deliberately set up the promos on that Hugo Sabinovich would ask him questions in Spanish and he come back with, you know, I don't understand what you're talking about, so I'm going to speak English like everybody else should, and you know, would start and would start in this whole heel tirade and that. Um, back down, I don't know if you if you recognize if you remember this fact. Um, he was actually the stunt double in the very first Spider-Man movie, and oh, really? Did the and he did yeah he did the wrestling match cool. with uh, with Randy Savage. Sorry, I have Spider Man socks on right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you and go. A yeah, shirt. he's uh... and a Ma- Batman shirt, dude. <laughs> Sorry. 
Go ahead. Boy, there that's kind of mixed messages. DC Top and Marvel Socks. Mm, boy, uh, I don't know about that. You're the that. first one to mention it. Yeah, you're the first one to mention and complain about it. So, old man, will have it out one night about it. All you like. Hey. But right now, it's time hey. for Mr. Bob Evans. I'm a geek. <laughs> what can I say? I'm, I'm a geek. I'm my, a nerd. I'm proud of. My 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 uh, my girlfriend Becca, my Becca Boo, she she's geek, and my husband Darren's a geek too. So yeah, we're all geeks in this household, and geeks float in and out, out and around. There's there's all kinds of geekdom in in my living room. I have um I have my own um complete with light up hands, and I can shoot people. Iron Man costume. I have a Spider Man costume. I have a Green Lantern costume because Green Lantern can be anybody. Um, yeah, I love my superhero costumes. Last year I was a stormtrooper. This year, this Halloween back. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, man. I'm sorry, yeah. Mr. Bob Evans. It's your turn to talk. Hey, this is not the Katie Keek show. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. It's I all good. Really good it's day. all good. I had a really good day. So good mood. Oh, man. All right. All right, boys, so, continue. All right. All right. So, well, yeah, you, like I say, you, you, talk, you, know, you talk about having trained uh, Mike and uh, managed him uh did you did you get to did you get to see his uh um bravero performance at uh, greatest royal rumble i did i did i i was uh and, I, and before that i got to sit home and relax and watch uh you know watch him be my first guy that was at wrestlemania when he was in the battle royal there and and then i got to see him almost break the record for quickest elimination in saudi arabia yeah. as well so almost yeah almost. that was so. That, yeah, that was that was that was hilarious. I you know, I I I said I said afterwards, um, you know, it's probably that's probably the easiest paycheck that man has picked up in in his entire career. Absolutely. Uh, yep. I mean, you know, I mean, my gosh, if you you know, if you sit there and you think and you think about it, and you. No, on more of a first-hand basis than I do. I mean, the guy, the guy is a, the guy is an absolute workhorse. Um, you know, I, I was, I, I, I'm a big fan of the old school kingdom. Uh, him and mm-hmm. him and Matt and Maria, and that, uh, it's that, that was a, that was an excellent excellent pairing and uh and they were and they were definitely booked real well during that time it was you know it was it was real it was real super and that um so um so now now um so who else now have you i mean you know they talk about they talk about mike maria and matt um who else have you had a been able to have a hand in training and that. Yeah, tell us about that. Well, I mean, uh, well, I didn't have a hand in Maria's training. She was she was in Chicago actually. She was near you. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's right. She did. Yeah, she did a lot of her uh, a lot of her training with a uh, couple of uh, friends of mine, uh, Danny Dominion and Ace Steel, at uh, yeah, at Steel yeah. Domain when that was running. So. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, Matt Taven was a regular in New England for years, so. You know, had a hand in helping him out, and then actually the the New Kingdom I've 
had a hand in helping too. TK O'Ryan and Vinny Marcellia have had, you know, the, the, quite a bit to do with their early development. Just to say I trained them is probably strong, but, you know, definitely helped them and wrestled them and went, went to practice with them a lot and kind of helped bring them along. And, uh, you know, I'm always around if they want to hit me up and ask advice, but they seem to be doing pretty well on their own. So, um, and then, like I said, more, more my my job these days is much more of a, uh, you know, roaming around and kind of helping, you know, helping people figure out what they want to do in wrestling because there's just so many opportunities now that weren't oh yeah available back back in the day. I mean, you can you can actually travel and, and make a couple of bucks at this now, and even get a nice little yeah. side hustle going for yourself, even if you're not famous. So that's uh. So that's kind of what I'm pretty much what my goal is now is just to kind of get people rolling and, you know, make them understand that this business can work for you if you work for it, you know? So mm-hmm. that's pretty much, okay. you know, where I've been the past couple of years, you know, so don't even stay in one place very much anymore. You know, I, okay. ro- I roam around a lot. I think Tim and I have hit 37 States in the past three years. So, you know, we're trying to, oh, trying wow. to get the whole country when we can. So, yep. So we're uh, barnstorming wrestlers and barnstorming seminar guys and teachers and mentors and people, you know, at, uh, you know, message me all the time asking for advice and I'm always willing to help out. So, so that's, it's kind of where I am now and it's uh, kind of, I do pretty well. So it's, it's kind of, kind of worked out well for me on that end, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. Uh, so um, that's yeah. So that sounds like a lot of stuff. Now, is there is there any is there anybody that um, you know that you that you've seen when um, in in the stuff that you're doing right now that you sit there and go, hey, you know, people need to be keep need to be keeping an eye on on this person or that person because they've got that little special something that if it's, you know, if it's, if it's nourished and developed properly and that, um, will, uh, you know, will be able to take them to that, to that next level. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a few areas I like a lot. Um, as far as regions of wrestling, I think there's some really good, uh, the wrestling coming out of there. Um, you know, I think North Carolina is a big scene right now. I think, okay. uh, Alabama, Tennessee is mm. always strong. Um, and then I think your area, I think there's some, you know, uh, Illinois, I think there's some yeah. good people there. You know, I think, uh, freelance is doing some good things. JPW is doing some good things. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Nick, Nick's, Nick's dealing with some real young kids at JPW, but I really like the environment, good learning environment. Um, and then freelance is kind of like the, you know, for the older guys and the veterans and the, you know, the, the, that club right. wrestling scene, which people really seem to be flocking to these days. Um, yeah. The yeah. Minnesota, has, Minnesota and Wisconsin has a lot of wrestling. I didn't realize Minnesota had as much until I uh, got out there and kind of, so the good news about Minnesota is mostly everybody gets along. So they, uh, so a lot of the guys work for a lot of the different companies and it seems to be pretty, pretty accepted. No, no big deal there. And it's a lot of young talent. A lot of them are coming out of, 
Ken Kennedy, you know, Ken Anderson and, and Sean Damaris and Eric Cannon school. Um, they're, they're doing really good things up there. Um, and then, uh, Quebec, Quebec city, uh, Toronto, um, Vancouver, Vancouver slowed down a little bit, uh, really just kind of settled in, but, uh, Ontario and Quebec are, uh, you know, always real, real good, real good talent there. And I think we'll see some more people invading from, uh, from the North coming down and, uh, you know, doing, doing good things. So I've, uh, you know, I've been really impressed and I just kind of dipped my toe into Texas and Texas is really busy too. I didn't realize really how many promotions that were just in Dallas, never mind, never mind Texas itself. So, um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of good talent out there. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a ton and it's, uh, you know, they just kind of need some guidance and some help and, you know, that's where people like me and, and you and some other people come in and we'll just try to steer them in the right direction and, you know, slow Mm -hmm. them down. Like we got slowed down back when we were young and, you know, and, and yep. Yep. just, just get them, just, just get them in the right direction and then teach them how to make a little bit of money in this business and hopefully they'll have something to show for it. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, cause that's, you know, and it's, and it's good because, you know, ha- and see, and having somebody of your caliber and that out <laughs> there, you know, looking and watching these guys and checking on their development and that uh, it's, that's, that's the point where, you know, you can sit there and you can go to, you know, the upper echelons of the office over there and say, Hey, you know, um, I've been, I've been watching, you know, this guy out here, you know, so-and-so. And I think he's, I think he's got some serious potential and that, and mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to, I'd like to bring him in on a dark and, uh, oh, see, see what he can do, and that. Yeah, I mean, so. most of our, uh, most of our, you know, at Ring of Honor, most of our pre-show matches are a meritocracy. In other words, you go and you, you do a, you, you either do a trial camp or a seminar, or you go help set up and break down, and that's where you get a lot of dark match opportunities. I mean, I can always recommend somebody. But uh-huh. anybody, anybody being recommended, if they don't want to do the work when they get there, you're expected to help out at Ring of Honor when you're not a contract player. So, um, you know, if, if you're not willing to help out, then they, they usually don't have anything for you, especially if you're trying to break into the company. So, um, but you right. know, I recommend the people for recommended people for trials for Ring of Honor, recommended people for trials for NXT and, and, and things like that. And so, I mean, it's, it's uh, just a matter of time where we can put these people in the right place and get them looked at, and and hopefully they'll uh, yeah they'll get some they'll get some notice, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, you know, if you if you sit there, I mean, you know, look at and uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how Ring of Honor's general attitude is towards towards them because I mean, obviously, it you know, it's got to feel like you know, hey, Vince stole these guys. You know, completely from us, and that's uh, the you know Adam Cole and uh, the group that uh, is now known as uh, Undisputed Era. Right. Well, uh, I mean, I think they, had, I think they had done, I think they had done all they could in Ring of Honor, and I think ROH realizes that they can't compete 
you know, we don't run as we don't run as many dates. We don't have that kind of national scope yet. Um, uh-huh. So I mean, I think it's just a question of, you know, it, you know, it's a question of finances and all that good stuff. So, and that's uh, so you can only you can only add you can only add so much to the to the financial picture, and uh, that you know they can't compete with WWE. So, and right. You know, we want we want guys to move on. We want guys to do well, you know. And plus, like you can't just, I mean, you know, Adam Cole was there for, you know, was in the company for six years. It wasn't like he was there for, yeah, uh, right. uh, you know, a, a day and a half and left. I mean, he he, he was there for right. five six years, and you know, Roddy was there oh, yeah. for ten, yeah. and, and you know, Bobby Fish was there for a while, right. and Kyle was there for a while. So, I mean, you know, it's it was time for them to move on and and go explore other mm-hmm. things and. You know, but they're they always know that the the light is on if they if they ever want to come back and you know everybody mm-hmm. left on good terms and the right way nobody nobody you know quit with time on their contract and and, and right. in fact people work people work past their contract to do to do the right thing so um, you know nobody was it, it was all professional it was all you know it, it was all amicable and. You know, hopefully our our paths will cross again because they're all good people and they deserve great things. And you know, I hope they all make a, I hope each of them makes a million dollars in WWE because they're great guys and they deserve it. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, it's you know, I'm watching watching that watching that that group. It's just you know so excellent and uh, and they're definitely they're definitely quite over with the with the fans and that, which, you know, is the, is the thing that you're always looking for, uh, is that, is that, you know, bit about, you know, are the fans giving you a solid response? And mm-hmm. they definitely, they definitely get a solid response. No, no two ways about it. Uh, I mean, you know, when, when you've got, when you've got, you know, However many people Full Sail University holds, oh, when you put your when you put your hands up and the and the crowd chants right along with you, Adam Gold, baby, baby, like, right, yeah, mm-hmm. so I love. Oh that. my gosh, yeah. Now, um, now were you now were you in New Orleans uh, during WrestleMania week uh, for the for the pay per view event? No, I was uh I was home. I had some uh work stuff I had to kind of wrap up. And uh so oh, I was kept home man. watching all the oh, No, it's all right. I don't I don't I don't mind. I don't want to be in the middle of that anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah, all right when can... everybody's Yeah, I'm not I'm not Go ahead. Too many people. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of a lot of nonsense to deal with. It's fine. Um certainly not upset about that. So uh, don't please don't feel bad for me on that end. Um, but yeah, just uh, no, just uh, you know, it was good to see everybody do well, and and you know, I I'd seen people do do well in the in the independent shows early on, and then people do great in Ring of Honor, and then you know, I have several friends in NXT and WrestleMania, so it was it was kind of a nice it was nice to see everybody do well and 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 succeed and kind of move on to uh, bigger and better things, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, 
Yeah, it's the yeah. I mean, definitely. When I sit there and I look at uh, all the all the all the guys, all the friends of mine that I've worked with that are now within you know the within without within all these companies. I mean, you know, like you know, we're talking we're talking about uh, about Chris here and um, um, and Sean. It's it's kill it's killing me, man. I'm gonna mute you again here. Sorry. Yeah, you got you got some, you sound like you're in a wind tunnel or in a dryer. No. Yeah, but uh, you know, um, I've but I've worked with uh, Mustafa Ali and uh, Kalisto, um, who are now in WWE. I've worked with. Uh, um, in fact, in fact, a uh, guy, another uh, guy that. Uh, was a uh, was a top uh, Ring of Honor guy for quite a while, um, and uh, in fact was uh, part of the uh, Age of the Fall uh, faction. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Sure. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, in fact, in fact, I actually, in fact, I actually pushed uh, pushed Jimmy into uh, into his first title back when he was doing the uh, his uh, big bully gimmick where. You know, little you know, five foot four, one hundred and twenty pounds, soaking wet Jimmy Jacobs with uh, pierced nipples and the uh, Brody uh, fur covers on the boots and that. You know, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know, but it's like <laughs> this nice. kid, this you know, it's like it's like this kid's got something, and it's a promoter. Look, okay, we got this lightweight strap. He's you know, he's de- he was. Oh, definitely getting getting the crowd reaction. I mean, he was he was getting them all ticked off royally. I'm like, yeah, he he needs he needs to he needs to carry a belt. So I managed to manage to get that get that accomplished. So now him and another buddy of mine from the same promotion that we worked with here in Central Illinois, Congo Kong, um, yep. Steve Wilson. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Which yeah, again, you know, another guy you probably know full well, you know, from sure. going around in that. Oh my gosh, you know, it's like, yep. yeah, it's so it's so it's so funny because you know I, this is and it's, and that's the wild thing. I mean, you know, while we travel in these big circles and you know we don't always know everybody, um, somewhere along the line, you know, two people in a conversation will have at least one you know one one you know friend in common and that and then it's like you know you you know it's like you've been talking and you know it's like it's like old home week and that because everything just you know Mm kind of falls you know falls into place in that um now uh Let's now we can now another thing now we've talked about this and you know you've you've expressed some strong feelings. Uh, I remember we were you know I was reading a um, thread in a discussion uh, with the mutual friend of ours uh, Rudy Boy Gonzalez from Mm -hmm. uh, out of San Antonio as far as you know bragging about your quote unquote crowd when. Your, you know, when your crowd is uh, only big enough to uh, 
Al, and I'm and I'm you know, over exaggerating over exaggerating a little bit here, but uh, you know you you know where I'm coming from. Uh, just you know, big enough to fill a broom closet. Well, I mean, it was it was more of a. I mean, yeah, it was that too, but it was more of a discussion of, you know, I get sick of people uh, talking about how professional their show is and how much more, you know, because I've I've seen it a lot on social media where, you know, oh well, we're the we're the only pro wrestling in such and such an area, or we're the only professional school, or we're the only professional organization. They're obviously taking shots at some of the other places in town, but the thing is they draw about as well as everybody else. So my point is, well, as it, as it concerned to the general public, you're about the same as everybody else. So maybe you should talk about, maybe instead of talking about how professional you are, maybe you should just worry about drawing people and all that time mm-hmm. you spent on social media advertising your professionalism. Maybe the professionalism should be directed towards uh, putting up posters and putting something on social media that, you know, tells people about the next show or selling tickets or getting the word out because I just get sick of, you know, there's a lot of egos in wrestling. Right. But, you know, and it's, it's a lot of guys that are very insecure to the point where my whole thing is it's, it, I, I used to be the guy that would yell at people, you know, don't you want to get trained better? Don't you want to be better? And, you know, mm-hmm. I do want to help everybody, but the thing is, some people don't want to be helped, so I can badmouth them and waste my time, or I can just kind of leave them alone and live and let live and let them be, and that's mm-hmm. really what I should be doing, so. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's what I'm going to do, so that my whole thing is just, you know, live and let live and just, you know, do your thing, so. Um, and that's been my, you know, my mantra the past couple of years. And, you know, cause I used, like I said, I used to be that guy. Oh, we're so professional. Uh-huh. We're, the, we're the pro school. Those are guys down the street aren't as good as us. And we'd all draw about the same amount of people. So to me, it was kind of a waste of time. And I just, uh, think that people should be concentrating on their own business at hand and drawing people mm-hmm. and getting people in the door. And in my in my opinion, the marketplace will, will work itself out. If the guys aren't very good, they won't draw very well, and they'll be discouraged, and they won't they won't wrestle anymore. Or they'll wrestle in front right. of twenty people, and they'll be and they'll be happy as long as they're not hurting each other or hurting anybody in the yeah, crowd. Then that, right. that has nothing to do with us, you know. So, yeah, that's that's the that's the big part is you know, you, is you do you wind up you get these guys who. You know, think they're think they're hot stuff, and that, but you know, they don't know the most basic of moves and psychology. You know, you might as you might as well be uh, sitting there and uh, and speaking Turkish to them because that's about you know how much how much they you know they understand of it. Right. And that. Um, so. Uh, Katie, we've got a new caller. You might want to go ahead and All check right, in I'm there going. real quick. I'm going. I'm um, out. Don't worry. So, so, um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about, uh, about advertising real quick. Um, do you okay. think that, um, you know, a lot, that a lot of these so-called promoters right now are depending so 
much on uh, on on social media thing that um, they're forgetting and bypassing the you know good solid uh, traditional forms of uh, of advertising uh, you know like uh, newspapers um, radio TV that type of stuff. Well, I mean, I think the the good ones aren't aren't leaning on just social media. I think the good ones still do a good media mix of, you know, putting out posters and, you know, uh, cable ads or radio ads or, you know, that kind of right. stuff. Or, you know, the old, uh, you know, flyers on top of the pizza boxes and all that. And, I mean, I had, uh, Bingo. you know, the guy, uh, gentleman in Kansas, uh, Billy Simmons, who... You know, drew his best crowd ever. He did almost 400 paid, which you know for him is really great. And just kind of just you know beat the bushes and went out and, and just did it and let people know about the show. And there were a bunch of new 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 people there, new faces, and you know, and and some of the other guys just that I worked for on the weekend didn't put forward that much effort and didn't get that much result. I mean, I think it's just and I and I like everybody. It's just. You know, I, I like everybody I work for. It's just it, it, it frustrates me to a certain amount where, you know, let's go out and let's promote the shows. Let's let people know we're here. I think a lot of times it's because people don't Some, you know, know you're here. Right. You know? And it's it's awareness. It's not a question of if you're good or not because you can't show anyone you're good until you they show up and see you. So, it's um, true. Right. You know, once they show up and see you, then they can make a decision. But if they haven't even gotten intent then we can't get in the circus and that's that's what i've seen <laughs> it's, a, it's a lack of awareness and if if we can make them aware and let people know we're here usually we draw pretty well because you know people Who, like who's these checking loudly? what's that whoever is right somebody somebody sounds like a rhino stomping across their keyboard no, I don't know. That's oh, not me. I'm sitting still. I know it's not so. you. I know who it is. I know who it is. Trust me. And well, he knows he's doing his, he's, do, he's, he's doing his uh, Wednesday night chores. He's getting everything done. <laughs> yeah. Except he's, yeah, except, yeah, except he's supposed to be uh, in here uh, helping us conduct this interview with you. So. Uh, well, hey, yeah. you know, we're doing all right on our own. So. Yeah, we are. Um, yeah, we are. We don't need you, Sean. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we but, need him. Now, we do now. Need him. Now, now, now. But, uh, all right. But uh, on that note, I actually have to go because i got to put my kids to oh. bed and i gotta get okay. a, I got to get ready. So, uh, He's got to be ready, right. y'all. Yep. Oh, really well, thank you, you very much, on. Bob. It great. It's been a... yeah. yeah, it was great to have you. Awesome. We'll do it again sometime. I look forward to it. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you're, yeah. you're on. You're on. All right, Thank guys. Thank you. Up. Thank you very much. Thanks Have a wonderful over. night. You, you too. too. You too. Good night, darling. Oh right, man. We'll get to our next guest after a break. Thank you.
Hi, this is Chance Prophet. You're listening to the Pro Wrestling Roundtable on Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we are back, and Randon was jumped by the foreign solution again. Um, Steve and I saw the video over the weekend where he was jumped by the foreign solution at a local rental center, and these guys have jumped him again. So he will not be on tonight. He has asked me to talk about RCW Honor and Legacy this Saturday night in Litchfield, Illinois. Uh, It will be Frank Roots. Or Frank, yes, Frank Roots uh, birthday show, and there will be things going on all day, so you'll definitely want to check that out if you're in the Litchfield, Illinois area. I know a certain oh, crap, somebody that we know that is that is going uh, to be there. Go ahead, Katie. I just thought Randy was going to be on air and whatnot. Sorry. Yes, he he was jumped. Okay. He was jumped by Douglas O'Shea and the Four in a Solution. Damn that Douglas O'Shea. I hope you're listening to me, Douglas O'Shea, because when I come to RCW, I owe you a punch in the face. <laughs> yeah, but folks, Sean seems to forget that all five foot one of me, 132 pounds, can kick his ass. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean that I don't owe. Oh, Douglas, a punch in the face for ruining one of my interviews tonight. Damn you, Douglas okay. O'Shea. Damn you to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll be their show this weekend. There's probably a whole bunch of other shows going on that I forgot to look up. But if you know of a show in your area, you better get your butt out to one because there's some great wrestling going on. Spring is in the air. There's wrestling in the air. It's going to be a great spring, great summer, full of wrestling and concerts. And uh-huh. uh, I'm not going to go over the rest because it's going to be it's going to be women without their sh- women without their sh- shirts on and men without their shirts on, Boobies. and it's just going to be a gay old time. Boobies. Boobies. <laughs> well, no, they won't. It won't go that far. It won't go that far. So. <laughs> Hey, but go that far here. You can show your boobs in Toronto, remember? Count <laughs> <laughs> your boobies. Uh, there'll be boobs bouncing up by Katie, and there'll be all kinds boobs of stuff going on. And there'll be the people shopping at Walmart that uh, won't be appropriately dressed that you can make fun of. Oh, God. That doesn't happen here, man. <laughs> that shit doesn't happen here. <laughs> uh, just that, that shit doesn't happen here. <laughs> oh, Katie, you should you should see some of it that goes on here. It's it's hilarious. Very I've funny. Been I've been told so Steve, <laughs> when I come to when I come to visit you and Sheila, you gotta take me to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's a Walmart uh, not that far from our house. We'll definitely be more than happy well, to take you there. Man, when I was there yesterday, there was like these three women there, and two of them, I swear to God, they took their hairstyle from Minnie Mouse. 
because oh they had these two. Seriously, they had these two puffy balls on each side on each side of their head that looked like Minnie Mouse ears. I kid you not. <laughs> oh, that's, that's that's nothing. Come on now, that's nothing. Walk down Queen Street, you'll see that. That's not okay. <laughs> well, that's yeah, not. but this is but this is in the middle of Middle America, so. Yeah, no. white bread America. Yeah. White bread exactly. America, she says. Exactly. That's very America. true. That's very America. true. Hey, um one of our one of our former guests um is now a is now a video game character or portrayed a video oh, game really? character. Very very cool. Yeah. From what? Chad Gaspard. Okay. And Shad, Shad is if you if you are a uh, God of War fan in the in the in the latest edition of God of War if you're if you're wondering if uh, if Kratos looks familiar he should because that is Chad Gaspard from Crime Time. Cool. Yo, 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 it's Crime Time. Hmm. Okay. So yes. So we so we know so we have we have a guy that we have had on our show that is a video game character now. Excellent. So it doesn't get much better so, than that, folks. That's true. That's true. Um, just you know, just as a quick update. Um, we're still uh, working on trying to uh, bring uh, Mil Muertes on. Um, right now, under his other persona as uh, El Macias, he's uh, cur- he's currently uh, on a tour of Europe. So um right now it's right now it's just a, it's just a case of you know waiting to uh have him get back uh to Mexico City where he lives and then you know we'll uh, go ahead and work from work from there with him. Um we're um of course of course a lot of the people right now are uh, out in Las Vegas because it is yeah. uh cauliflower Alley Club. Um, our uh, good, our good friend here from Illinois, uh, Joe Moriello, uh, the uh, former timekeeper, talking about uh, back when uh, um, the commission was was going. Uh, his he he posted a uh, a bunch of uh, a bunch of pictures uh, today, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead Who's and vacuuming. Who is vacuuming? Um, seriously? Oh my good mm. If you're gonna make noise on my airspace for any amount of time more than two seconds, mute yourself. I don't care if you're a host, I don't care if you're a caller, I don't care if you're a guest. Like please. It's distracting. And yeah. a little bit it's a little bit rude. But, 
please do your best to not have any background noise when you call in. Thank you. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, well, and Joe posted. Thing I can do about it. Yeah. They get whips. Right. Well, Joe right. posted up a bunch of pictures uh, that he took today, and they include some uh, good friends of uh, of mine and some good friends of uh, the shows. Um, uh, my my good old my good old longtime buddy Al Snow, uh, former uh, WWE head trainer, now owner of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, uh, my my good my uh, my good friend uh, Brian Hafron, aka the Blue Meanie. He was he he was with uh, he was cool. with him I today. I love the blue. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I guess that uh, definitely um, was very, very well liked um, by all of us uh, on the show here. Uh, uh, Malia Hosaka. Oh, I love Malia. She was incredible. Uh, who, of course, who, of course, uh, had a had a special uh, GoFundMe to uh try and bring a lot of the veteran uh women's wrestlers over uh over to uh cauliflower alley Alex. this year. And our dear friend Patricia Summerland, aka Sunny. Oh, oh Sunny. Yeah. Oh, looking looking, you know, looking oh, only the way that Sunny can look. Okay, I was so, in a while. You'll have to say. I don't know. So, I can't even think. Yeah. It's been a busy day. It's been a long, I, busy I gotta day. say, you. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely don't. Uh, yeah, seem to, seem to be uh, oh, okay. with it there on that. Oh, um, I'm I'm properly caffeine, caffeinated, folks. I got enough sleep last night because I had an appointment. And I didn't take a nap, and I caffeinated myself some more. I've only had one glass of wine, and it's only 10%, so that's not why. It's just I'm, I'm tired. That's all. But I'm yeah. here for you. Well, there you go. There you go. So, I'm here for you. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. I don't know what happened to Sean. I went to clear. He went to Yeah. He's know, having maybe, uh, he's having some look, serious issues. Well, hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully when that uh, when he gets that new headset, that uh, I hope so. Will yeah, will take will take care of uh, a lot of his uh, situations and that. Uh, so I just have a normal everyday Sony headset with over my ears, and it's great. I don't need all the bells. Yeah. Right. Need them. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, definitely. Um, and so, um, you know, we got. So, like I say, so we're working on uh, on uh, on uh, Ricky, aka Mill um, Muertes. Uh, I've got to get back with. Um, April Enriquez, aka uh, Royal Hawaiian from Glow, will definitely uh, will definitely get it. Yeah, I'll get another uh, Glow night. Um, oh, I hope. Uh, so. Was that? 
as I as I as I had mentioned earlier, our uh, dear friend uh, Jeannie Bassone, aka Hollywood, she's out in Vegas right now, which is uh, why she's not here in this area. Uh, while her boyfriend uh, is uh, out on the road and will be, uh, you know, like 20, 25 minutes away from me tomorrow night um, playing with Gene Simmons. Oh, very, very cool. I love Gene Simmons. I'll tell you straight up. He's he's one of my favorite KISS members for obvious reasons because he's the demon, of course. I love his voice. <laughs> one of my favorite songs is Dr. Love, but I also love Domino. Um I love him as a bassist. I do love him as a performer. I know he can't sing worth a damn anymore, but I hope he's successful. Because, yeah. I do love him. He's great. Well, now that he was the greatest, you know, lead vocalist anyway. Um, oh, he was never a lead vocalist. Paul Stanley's lead vocalist. Who the hell are you fooling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Paul, Paul and Ace are, you know, better, are better vocalists than Gene. Then Peter Chris you know, was, was was a good vocalist as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, but Gene definitely uh, definitely brings the uh, brings the character and that. Yeah. Of course. So. Yeah, I like I like yeah. I'm I'm a big Demon fan and um and I love the Spaceman Ace Freely. Yeah, but try and get yeah. pictures of Ace Freely. He doesn't stop moving. Okay, he just yeah. doesn't stop moving. He's all over the fucking place. I told him I stop moving. Yeah. <laughs> he yep. It. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because definitely I want to get, uh, you know, want to try and get uh, get uh, Ricky on here uh, before before Lucha Underground. Um, premieres in uh, slightly slightly over a month, um, June fourteenth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, season four. Yeah, very good. Wow, season That's four really cool. already. Holy cow! Now, Indeed. Where? Where, where has? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I sit there and I think about, I mean, I remember, like I said, season one, watching it, you know, watching it in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, you need Bernadette to translate for you. You need Bernadette to translate. She's, I mean, like we used to, there was another one we used to watch and, it, and I can't remember what it was. It was a luchador program and it, it not Lucha Underground. And she's sitting right. translating for me. She translates. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's definitely been you know really cool. Um, so, you know what? I don't know. I think we've really kind of. Uh, hit it all tonight and um I think we're you know I think I think we're you know mm-hmm. and Sean can't uh and Sean and Sean can't get uh get through right to uh you know not uh, be able to uh, do anything yeah. so 
said it's raining or something. Well, it is. I mean, you know, which yeah. I think that's that's why I had to do what I had to do because it, because uh, I think the rain messed up uh, Skype tonight. Could have. Could have. So. And which you know. is why I use my phone. I use my phone for that reason. The Skype. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, you know, so, uh, you know, we'll definitely try and find a, uh, um, a good one to uh, put up tomorrow for uh, Throwback Thursday. Uh, don't forget, of course, we're live here in the ER every Tuesday night um, right. at uh, 10, 9, 10, 9 Central Time, right after SmackDown Live. Then, of course, uh, back here with uh, Wrestling Authority Radio every Wednesday night. And, yes, all our new designs are up at our shops at Cafe Press. So buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. Buy our shirts. Damn it. We buy need money. Yeah, we need money. We need all kinds of money. Give us money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It goes it goes into my account, but at least, you know, then there'll be there'll be you know, well, let's put it this way, because what we gain out, what we gain out of that, will, uh, you know, I will definitely be using to, uh, you know, excuse me, defray the cost of the station. Yay! So, folks, that's another reason we sit there, and yes, we're gonna, we're gonna plug like mad, buy our shirts. You can, uh, you can find them, you can find the links to, you can find the links to our shops on. Uh, all three, all three of our pages, the uh, station page on Facebook. Now, uh, um, of course, we all know that everything is Facebook.com, but uh, ERN's uh, page is Evolution Radio Network. Um, Tuesday, Tuesday show, the, the Facebook page for Tuesday's show is Rampage Rants, and the uh, page for uh, this show is Wrestling Authority Radio. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at ERN Radio, at uh, Rampage Rants, and at War Radio Show. Um, yep. And uh, you can and you can find me on Instagram at uh, Dean of Referees. And I've, uh, you know, I'm I'm fi- I'm actually it's it's funny I'm finding that I'm enjoying and spending more time on Instagram than. I am on Facebook anymore. Well, well, but but at least you know, but at least right, but well, at least you know this oh, thing man. too. At least you, at least you know that Instagram is not selling your information to Russia. So. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'll tell you. I tell you what, like I say, I think I think we're gonna. I think we're going to wrap it wrap it up for uh, this week. So uh, um, on we behalf of Sean, yeah. I'm, I'm the dean of wrestling yeah. referee, Steve Kane, along with my co-host. The reason why this should never, ever, and will never, ever be a bag of dick show. Chaotic Katie, you know what time it is. Don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Take care of each other, okay? Good night, everybody. Good night. Closing time, open all the doors and 